How you doing, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Cajun Conservative. Where we go ahead and talk about life, we talk about liberty, and we talk about the pursuit of happiness. And yes, showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. Happy to be with y'all here today. As you can tell, I'm in my work uniform. So we sw- uh, I went ahead and give you a little background of what we're doing. I'm swapping out some of the days where I record to go ahead and spend a little bit more time with the family. And look, if you know me, you know I'm a busy man. You know, I, I go ahead and I work for my dad, which is a sponsor of this podcast and also Brothers Just Searching. And at the same time, you know, I go ahead and I run youth ministry at church. I run sa- the, some sound equipment stuff over there. And, and we also do Brothers Just Searching, so my nose is always in a book. My... Or, listening to some news or you know just trying to figure out everything like that so i in this weekend we have to minister at my dad's church at Coda Holmes fellowship church so i just decided hey i'm gonna go ahead and knock out everything today but hey at least to get some exposure you get you get what i'm saying look if you're part of the cage conservative sponsorship team you get you, you know anyway uh hope everyone had a great week i hope everyone is doing well uh Man, I got I got more opinions than news stories today. And look, I'm going to be mentioning news stories because we had a lot going on last week. And I want to go ahead and touch on a lot of things. But, you know, I'm not going to probably be quoting a lot of news stories. I'll be quoting things that happen. I won't be reading from news stories that much because I just got a lot of opinions and a lot of things that happened this week. It, it, you know, I just got some real opinions and I want to show, I want to share that with you guys and ladies. And, you know, I got to be gender neutral, of course. You know, I, I you, it's funny how you can't say ladies and gentlemen no more. You can't, uh, you got to be gender, gender neutral. So I, I guess I could say folks. I don't know. They might, the, the left might be offended at that. We don't know. Anyhow, but uh, if you have not yet, please hit the subscribe button. On the podcast platform you're listening to, it might be follow, um, it might be follow, it might be, you know, subscribe, so, you know, go ahead and hit that subscribe button or follow button, uh, we're on all the platform, the major platforms, Google, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple, we're on those, also we're on Rumble, you can go ahead and find me on Rumble, uh, just type in the Cajun Conservative. The video should pop up. It's in the title. So Rumble's, Rumble's still working on their their um, their platform. So give them a chance. I think they're going to do well. Uh, now, we also had news this week that Donald Trump's coming out with a social media platform called Truth Social. Uh, beta's coming out later in the year, and then it'll be full swing just in time for the midterm election, as one commentator said uh, earlier, Trump made a social media platform or a media group to start uh, fighting the left. Um, it would be nice if he might make a TV network. And if he does that, folks, I, I don't know if he's going to run for president. That's a lot to accomplish, but we still got three years. So let's see what happens. Let's just, let's just see what happens with that. All right. So I, I, I started thinking about this at the beginning of the, the week. Me and my brother, Anthony Hayes, who is also co-host of Brothers Just Searching, and he is also associate pastor at Coda Holmes Fellowship Church. And, excuse me, he is also the writer of two books, uh, The New Kingdom 
with Liberty Man and Evil Stone and Journey of the Christians from Dead Words to Living Faith. Go check them out on Amazon. And we, we, we were riding together in the trucks, and we, we, started, we started asking some questions. We started talking about things that are going on in this nation today. And a question rose up, and I thought it would be pretty, pretty neat to talk about, would be, is America missing Trump yet? You might be saying, Isaac, why are you coming out with that? Well, it was reported earlier this week that a liberal, I can't remember the liberal's name, said that the media gave Donald Trump a bad rap. And, and look, folks, we're seeing it. We, we see the hypocrisy. Look, and I've seen it with Bush. I was, too, I was young, but still in age to remember that the media would go ahead and criticize Trump, uh, Bush for everything. Now Bush is a, is a good old boy to, to the media because he's anti-Trump. Now, don't get me wrong, back in the election, supposedly people did not vote for Donald Trump because of his mean tweets. They went ahead and they talked about how Donald Trump had mean tweets and how Donald Trump was not acting presidential. So some on the right, sadly, and the whole left, was using using the excuse that Donald Trump's mean tweets were not, you know, presidential. It wasn't, it, he, he wasn't doing right by the country about doing these mean tweets. So supposedly, I don't believe, I believe there was a lot more involved with Trump losing the election, but supposedly that's why America voted Donald Trump out. That's why supposedly 81 million people went ahead and voted out Donald Trump. And we get Joe Biden in office. And according to the left, and some even on the right, would say, well, when Biden got in there back in 2020, he was going to bring dignity back to the Oval Office. He was going to show the world that America could be fair. And that it's not mean like Trump and uh, uh, the, the, the England's Prime Minister Borden's they, they tough-nosed men. They, they, no, the, the world got to have a loving, caring, gentle president to look up to. Well, Biden's been in there now for 10 months, and we have a crisis at every corner. Under Biden, within the 10 months that he's been in there, we have a border crisis. We have a gas crisis where gas prices are going up through the roof. Inflation has gone up through the roof, highest in, I think, like seven years, I heard the other day. We have a border crisis where people are coming across the, the, the border at like crazy. Now we have threats that China thinks that Taiwan should be part of their uh, uh, regime. So now they're flying planes in the, in the, in the airspaces of Taiwan. President Biden had a town hall meeting, and he did say he would protect Taiwan as much as possible. But, folks, I don't think China is scared of this man more than the man in the moon that wants to come back to Earth. But you just hear all the crisis, folks. That's why I'm asking the question, America, are you missing Donald Trump yet? Because, see, under Donald Trump, we didn't have, um, we didn't have countries threatening to fight us. And if you look at an example, we, oh, no, no, we, we, we had countries all over. Well, hold on. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about countries. You know, you know Russia didn't threaten us with cyber uh, crimes like they did with Biden early in the year. Under Trump, you didn't see China 
where it was shooting missiles around the globe and trying to show their power as a superpower. If you remember correctly, Trump went ahead and took a lot of stuff away from China. That limited them in their military expansion and going into Taiwan. You got to remember some too, folks. Don't you remember election night when Trump was winning the election? How the Chinese economy almost tanked. But thanks to Joe Biden, the, the Chinese economy went up. After Biden got in there, that's when China's economy started going up and they started expanding their military again. Because they're not scared of Biden, folks. I'm just being blunt. But China wasn't testing missiles with Donald Trump because Donald Trump weakened China, which he said he was going to do. But but now that Biden's in there, China's testing weapons and Russia's hacking everything left and right. But you didn't have that with Donald Trump. But because of mean tweets, we took him out of office. Let's talk about the oil field because this is home for me because I'm in the great state of Louisiana. Donald Trump made us all independent. Watching Fox News last night, the average gas price in America at this time last year was $2.16 a gallon. The average now for America is $3.59 a gallon. I'm feeling the pressure at the pump. Here in Louisiana, where we usually a dollar under the average, we're not sitting at $2 and something. We're sitting at $3.20 a ga- uh, average a gallon here in the great state of Louisiana. So we're feeling the pinch here. But see, we didn't feel that with Donald Trump. See, Donald Trump made us energy independent. We didn't have to focus on Saudi Arabia. We didn't have to focus on other nations to get our gasoline. We just went ahead and did it ourselves. But according to the left, we have to shut down the Keystone Pipeline and and shut down uh, shut down permits in the Gulf of Mexico. Because see, that's bad for the environment, folks. And if you notice that Joe Biden is more worried about the economy, uh, more worried about the climate change issue than the rapid crime rates that are going on in these cities, which we're going to talk about later on. But we're at a gasoline crisis. We people people are paying more at the pump. You remember a couple of months ago, Biden was asking an organization to go ahead and send them oil so the gas prices can go down. Did that happen? No. But under Donald Trump, we didn't have a gasoline crisis. But because of a mean tweet, we voted him out of office. Let's go ahead and talk about the inflation that is going on. More Americans under Trump was making more money. The economy was stabilized. It was the first time ever that it hit 35000 I believe it was. The Dow point, whatever that stock. If you're in the stock market, please reach out to me and let me know what that is. But the Dow was at, I think, 35,000. Now, I don't know what it's at today. I don't have it on my screens. But the economy is really struggling because of inflation. Like I said earlier, inflation's at a high, I think, like seven years. So inflation has risen up, which is making making Americans pay more for things. Also, because of the inflation, is because we have a supply chain crisis, according to the administration. See, guys, there's ships that are in that that are in, that are on the coast of California. 
They've been in that port longer than it took them to get here from China. Now you hear you hear the Republicans say that, well, what you're going to, you know, they ain't going to ain't going to have gifts in time for Christmas. And Sean Hannity said the best way, I, I like to see families say, hey, you can't get this because you were bad this year. Santa don't want to give you that. In reality, we have a bad president that let them sit in the ports because of vaccine mandates. But we have a, because of the inflation problem, we have a supply chain problem and just too many problems to count. But we voted out a man because of mean tweets, supposedly. Now, folks, I, I look at all this. I, I, look, I look at all this and I, I'm like, how can America continue to go this way? Look, listen, folks, President Biden's approval number ratings right now, right now, a new poll came out this week at 37% approval rating. This is the worst approval rating than almost any president, even Barack Obama, as much as I did not like Barack Obama, Barack Obama had a better approval rating than this. Trump at this time, I think was like at 40 some percent. But you have Biden more worried about spending money and talking to Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema to go ahead and pass his Built Better America plan. It shouldn't be called Built Better America. It should be How Can We Crumble America plan. Because this plan right here is going to go ahead and hurt the American people more than anything. Because there's green initiatives in this plan, folks. There is things that is going to hurt America, and that's what he's mostly focused on. Don Lemon called him weak, that he that they have a winning message. No, they don't. Joe Biden is focused on the things that Americans don't want. And we have crisis, folks. We have crisis. And I make the joke all the time when I talk to people. Joe Biden says, that's okay, I'm going to fix everything. But in reality, Joe Biden caused all these problems, inflation, the border crisis. And I can hear my liberal friends right now talking to me and, and screaming at the top of their lungs while listening to this. Isaac, how dare you? How dare you say that? How dare you say it's all Biden's fault? Don't you know this is Trump's fault? That's right, folks. And, and I even said this in the past. A lot of times what the last president did reflects on the current president. But we can't say this about Biden. I'm going to put my liberal friends in their place. Biden signed 17 executive orders. Most of them were doing with the border crisis. Remember that, that Trump, they hardly had anybody coming. But right when Biden swore in, there was a, 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 a caravan coming from Mexico. That's Trump's fault. How that's Trump's fault? Nobody came in with Trump. But when Biden gets there, everybody wants to come. Biden signed laws. Biden has done things... At, and it's, it, this is all on Biden's front door. But they want to blame Trump. Remember, America, if you voted for Joe Biden, you voted, a, you voted out a man because of mean tweets. And that the world feared him. We couldn't have a president that was feared by other nations. I promise you, if Donald Trump was in office right now, Russia would not be trying to hack everything in the book. China would not be sending rockets into the atmosphere and circling the world and miss the target by 25 miles. It just wouldn't happen, folks. 
But according to the left, this is what we wanted because a man tweeted things bad. Or he, 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 he quoted mean tweets. Listen to what I'm saying, folks. And I'm, 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 I know that, like I said, this is just an opinion I had and a thought I had. Biden has done all that there is, there is, look, I count at least four, but there's a lot more things. The Democrat party is divided, folks. Everything, I said this a couple of weeks ago, everything that the Democrat party is touching right now, is turning into, to horse manure. It is not, it is not helping our nation. They're fighting amongst themselves because Joe Manchin and Christian Sinema, thank God for them. And look, Biden's, you know Biden's upset because he's not getting the agenda across because he's, he's already saying, hey, we're going to stop the filibuster. Don't mention Christian Sinema said, no, we're not. His 3.5 Build Better America plan, it's, go, it's not passing through. And according to Nancy Pelosi and everyone, by the end of this week, we should, or well, next, last week, we should have a plan put in place. Ladies and gentlemen, these crises are man-made. And they're man they're they're created by the president of these here United States. Joe Biden is not looking out for the American citizens. If Joe Biden was looking out for the American citizens, he would have not went ahead and pushed ma- uh, vaccine mandates on port workers so they can unload them ships so we can have supplies. If Joe Biden cared about the people of America, he would have went ahead. And open up the Keystone Pipeline and give these permits back to the people, the oilfield companies in the Gulf, so we can have lower gas prices, so American people can go ahead and live. If he cares so much about America, he would not be flying young illegal immigrants to New York City in a charter plane, folks. If I fly anywhere, it gotta be commercial because I'm poor. But these illegal immigrants are getting flown first class in a charter plane. To New York. See, if he cared about the American people, he would close the border. And he would tell people to, it wouldn't just be one border, it would be all borders. And tell them coming in in the right way. But Joe Biden sees votes, folks. He don't see the American citizen. See, this is all about Joe. And about nobody else. I'll be right back. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. Welcome back, everybody, to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. So I want to talk about things being offensive. What you mean by things being offensive, Isaac? And look, if you listen to this program, I, I bring out 
things that, you know, the left is offended at everything. So earlier this week, we had a story come across of how the New York City Public Design Commission voted unanimously to remove a statue of Thomas Jefferson, the author of the Declaration of Independence and the third president of the United States, from the New York City Council Chambers at City Hall. So apparently they want to take this statue down, you know, because of one reason and one reason only. Can you guess what is the reason, folks? It is because that Thomas Jefferson owned slaves. Let's think about this, folks. Thomas Jefferson owned slaves. Yes. Was it bad? I agree. Totally. Thomas Jefferson shouldn't have owned slaves. I don't think anyone should have been owned. But it was a culture that they lived in them days. Now, I don't know if I'm 100% correct, but I always heard that Thomas Jefferson respected his slaves. And, look, they were in captivity. I, I'm not, not mocking that. I'm not saying that I was wrong. But at least he treated his slaves very, very well. Now... We can go into the debate of, oh, that's offensive, man. The, 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 the left will go into the argument for sure. Well, it was wrong, and we should not honor a man that had slaves. The left's offended at that. Now, Thomas Jefferson did some great things. He wrote the Declaration of Independence. He also went ahead, and he was our third president. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's the one that did the Louisiana Purchase as well. So Thomas Jefferson did a, lot, did a lot of good things for this country. Same thing as Christopher Columbus. A couple of weeks ago, we had Columbus Day, but they changed it to Industrial People Day. And they're saying how he, he took slaves and he was bad. But the reason we honor Christopher Columbus is not because he had slaves. We honor him because of what the great things he did for this nation. Yes, I know the argument. He wasn't the first one here. Roman coins have been found in the United States of America. But folks, because of Thomas Jefferson's blemish and because of, you know, Christopher Columbus, we have to erase them from history. I'm waiting, which has probably already been done, getting ready to get rid of George Washington statues and get rid of, you know, anyone else. Teddy Roosevelt, because Teddy Roosevelt was a hunter and a Republican. We got to get rid of him. But folks, the left is, is just going rampant on they're offended by this now didn't you hear that dave Chappelle had a special come out on netflix the even even the left is upset at netflix because dave Chappelle on his latest special came out and said something kind of negative about the transgender community so now netflix employees are protesting Netflix. The Netflix. One of the Netflix owners said, I made a mistake. I should have never let that on there. I should have edited that out or something. But the left is offended at Dave Chappelle. Because he went ahead and said something bad about the LGBTQ community. Dave Chappelle should have known better. Look what they did to John Gruden. Because his anti-gay slurs and his, his demeanor towards women and all that stuff that that John Gruden did. So folks, you might be wondering, Isaac, where are you going with this? Well, it's kind of funny, okay? 
that the left can get offended all they want or all they want and they they can voice their opinion back to the Dave Chappelle thing I'm gonna use this example they were voicing their free speech yes they had the right to go out in front of Netflix and go ahead and voice their discomfort with Dave Chappelle but when there was a guy there in favor of Dave Chappelle's special comedy special they took his sign they broke it, and he took the stick and put it up like you saying, I'm still holding the sign. The left went in, oh, he's holding a weapon. Oh, he's going to hurt us. After they took his sign and pushed him all over the place. See, that man did a lot better than me. I, w- I would have held the sign, but it would have been somewhere else, in my humble opinion. But the left is offended at Thomas Jefferson. The left is offended at Christopher Columbus. The left is offended at John Gruden. The left is offended at Dave Chappelle. So, folks, where am I going with this? You see, liberals can't... The left can go ahead and be offended. Liberals can voice their opinion out on the streets and say how wrong Dave Chappelle is. How wrong Thomas Jefferson was. How wrong Christopher Columbus was. But when parents go ahead and go to a school board meeting and voice their concerns for their children, they're labeled domestic terrorists. See, folks, that's right. I'm showing you something. The left can go ahead and be offended and voice their opinion and and tell people that they're wrong. But conservatives can't or concerned parents can't. The reason I'm bringing this back up is last week I talked about Mr. Smith and his daughter. And how they use Mr. Smith, Scott Smith, I believe it is. They used him as an example in a DOJ letter written by uh, 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 the, the Attorney General, Garland. And Garland wrote a letter. But come to find out this week, the NASB, the National Association of School Boards, Went ahead and teamed up with the White House before sending the letter to uh, Marin Garland. And Marin Garland wrote a memo saying how these parents that are raising concerns for their children should be labeled as domestic terrorists. Garland was sitting on a committee for the, the in Congress Thursday. And Jim Gordon, Jim uh, Jim uh, Jordan, Chip Roy, and one of our own Louisiana congressmen—I can't remember his name at the moment—grilled Mr. Garland on this issue. It was also found out in that that committee hearing that Mr. Garland's son-in-law writes critical race theory literature for schools, and that he thought this would be a. Uh, uh, would be pretty good, you know. You know, he been, his son-in-law benefited from his decision to write this this memo. See, folks, the left can be. I, I'm saying this again. The left can go ahead and be offended at everything. They can be offended at Thomas Jefferson. They can be offended at Dave Chappelle. But by golly, we cannot be offended or we cannot go ahead and voice our concerns as conservatives. This is proven this week. 
And our president has already went ahead and ju- and basically endorsed all this stuff. Because the White House looked at the letter, apparently. And the White House made the assumption to send it to Attorney General. Uh, oh, man, that man is making me tongue-tied today. I better watch out. I'm going to start sounding like Joe Biden. Whoops! I'm going to get canceled. Anyway, uh, Mayor, um, Attorney General Garland. I'm just going to say the Attorney General. His name is tongue-tied. Today, man. Oh, it's a work day. It's a work day. Anyway. But the president apparently knew about this memo way before the Attorney General got it. And, and folks, I want to go ahead and bring out a point right here. Listen to what I just said. The Attorney General, the National Association of School Boards, and the President of the United States call parents domestic terrorists. They threw out a name out there. Now, domestic terrorist comes out with a long line of punishments. Like uh, I heard a commentator say on Fox News on Tucker Carlson that if you deem somebody a domestic terrorist, they can go ahead and watch your phone calls. They can go ahead and watch your every move. Because after 9-11, that's where the laws were passed. But the left can go ahead and throw out slurs. The left can go ahead and throw out names. Don't let the left do it. I mean, don't let the right do it. Because you see, folks, the right would be deemed impolitically correct. The right would go ahead and be called, you know, mean names... For, for calling something out like this or saying, um, you know, like, let's use Rush Limbaugh, for example. Rush Limbaugh had a lot of names for politicians, little pet names. And people thought it was wrong that Rush would call these politicians this because it was very offensive. But Biden a while back called the, anyone that took out, that didn't take the vaccination was literally dumb. Or he wasn't smart. He said, I thought Americans were smarter than that. If you don't take the vaccination, I thought you were smarter than that. Basically telling the American people, hey, you're dumb for not taking the vaccination. But they can go ahead and throw e- names out there. Call us homophobes. Call us races call us but we cannot go ahead and call them names or we can't go ahead and voice our opinion or we're going to be called domestic terrorists folks i don't know if you know knew this before i mentioned this but the left does not play fair let's look i mentioned it earlier about the filibuster don't you know that the democrat party just a short year not even a year ago thought that the filibuster was the greatest thing in the senate that it went ahead and it stopped Donald Trump in passing his agenda. It was the greatest thing in the world. But now that Joe Biden is president and the Republican Party's using it, it's the thing that is stopping democracy. See, the American people voted for the Democrats, and we need to go ahead and pass our agenda, you dumb Republicans. How dare you use the filibuster against us, the mighty Democrats? How dare you? It's unconstitutional. But it's only been there for for over 200 some years. The founding fathers didn't think it was unconstitutional. And they should know. They wrote the Constitution. But you see, folks, that's how the Democrat Party works. It's okay. It's okay for you to go ahead. And it's okay for, uh, it's, it's okay for the Democrats to go ahead and 
name call, call us domestic terrorists. But when they get offended by a statue that's been there for a hundred and some years, they, <laughs> and they get offended by Christopher Columbus and Dave Chappelle for saying a joke about the LBGTQ community. Folks, that's kind of scary. That, that, that's kind of scary. They can be offended at everything and they get their way. This statue should have never been removed. On, on the statue part, yeah, look, they're trying to erase our history. That's the bottom line of it. But I can understand them trying to take down Robert E. Lee or other conservative, uh, not conservative, other Confederate generals. I can, I can understand that argument. But a founding father of our nation? The man that wrote the Declaration of Independence for us to go ahead and break away from England? Or a man that went ahead and sailed halfway across the world and thought that he landed in another continent? Yes, but because of Christopher Columbus, we had colonists that come through here and settled here. But because of one blemish, they're offended and they want to take it down. But when we say, hey, we want to we want to go ahead and voice our opinion because a boy in a skirt raped a, a, ninth, a ninth grade child in the bathroom and the parents were upset about it and they raised their voice, they call us domestic terrorists. Sad, folks. Sad where our country has come to. Sad what our nation has become. And all thanks to the Democrat Party. I'll be right back. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I'm here to tell you about the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. I know Scott personally. He's a true blue, red-hot conservative. Talking about current world events, but just not telling you about the world events. He's giving you a God on his opinion of what's going on. So today, go ahead and check out the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. Since I've told you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Scott Ford Show? If you say yes, I'm going to give you a thumbs up with a big smile. If not, I'm going to look at you weird and say, why are you not watching the Scott Ford Show? So go check out the Scott Ford Show today on YouTube. You will not be disappointed. Welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative for this week. Okay, so I want to show you some, folks, because back to my last point. Remember I just said that the left can go ahead and do whatever they want and they don't get called out on it? Unless it's a conservative podcast or radio show or television show. But they can go ahead and share things and they don't go ahead and get called for it. See, we can't we can't call them by names, but they can call us, and they could do pictures or something of that nature, and they call us domestic terrorists. Apparently, we're just not domestic terrorists concerned parents. We are also villains. So this comes from the Twitter account of Connecticut Senate Democrats. Look at this, folks. Look at this. 
Now, of course, if you're you're not, you're probably not. I'm, I'm forgetting that people are also listening. They, this is for the Rumble audience. You can go ahead and see the picture, but it's a picture of so of, of villains. You know, the It character and you know Machete and Scarecrow. It looks like, and it's a picture that's on the Senate, the Democrats page, and they say, "Oh, going trick or treating." And the villains say, going to a school board meeting. For my listening audience on the podcast, if you're watching on Rumble, you can go ahead and see the picture. It's just very, very disturbing. Very disturbing indeed, folks. So the left can go ahead and call us homophobes. They can call us racist. They can call us... uh, They can call us Uncle Tom's, you know, or anything like that. They can... They can go ahead and put pictures on Twitter. But they can't go ahead, but we can't go ahead or someone can't go ahead and say a joke about transgenders. (laughs) What a country we come. Look, folks, I remember back in the day, and it was just a short 20 some years ago. I'm 29. I remember when people had disagreements and they would go ahead and lead the argument to agree to disagree. One backbite, one, you know, but now we come to a point to where we're in America, where your opinion, if it's offensive, we're just going to go ahead and cancel. you. We're not going to hear. And look, it's done on the right too. It's done on the right, but it, it's, Folks, it's not the same America I grew up short 20-some years ago. Everything's offensive to everybody. And instead of sitting down and talking, having a a legitimate argument and leaving it to say, hey, look, we're not going to bash each other. We're Americans. We think the same way. Look, it happened to me a couple of weeks ago, folks. I came on this podcast and explained exactly what happened. It's just, it's sad, folks. It's sad. All right. Um... News came out last Thursday that uh, Laundry, I think that's his name. Uh, I thought it was Landry at first, but it's Laundry. Brian Laundry was found dead in a park in uh, in Florida. Now, everybody assumes this man had had murdered his fiance, uh, Patiz. Uh, I think her name was. We're just not going to know. And look, I didn't touch much on this story. I did touch on it uh, when it first happened. And uh, it's a sad ending. We don't know what's going to happen, whatever happened to this young lady. We don't even know. We're not going to know what really happened to this man. We really don't know. But that came out last last Thursday. If you want to go ahead and get some some thoughts on that. Uh, Also, last Thursday, Joe Biden went ahead and kind of mocked freedom at his uh, town hall meeting. Uh, it's kind of funny this town hall meeting all of a sudden happened. Uh, a few weeks, uh, no, a couple, maybe a couple of days ago, I heard that Joe Biden was not giving interviews to certain people. He, he, uh, I think he only gave like 18 or 20 interviews compared to Trump's 50-some interviews at this time. And Barack Obama really was talking to everybody. He had 131 interviews. But he chuckled. He also talked about how he's going to defend Taiwan. We talked about that earlier. And um, how 
mainly the audience laughed at him. What you mean the audience laughed at him? Well, he started on a rant about Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema, and then he said he lost his uh, lost his place, and he just uh, I'm taking too long, and he just. I didn't watch it. I heard about it this morning, and it wasn't really advertised that much. Normally, I hear these things. I'm like, huh, I'm going to turn to CNN. The only time I really turn into CNN is to watch a town hall meeting like this. But the the, the media has been keeping these hush-hush, folks. Really, really hush-hush so we don't know what's going on. So that happened Thursday. We also got some good news. Uh, the Democrats tried to push another House bill to go ahead and change voting laws but thank goodness that the senate republicans blocked the democrats compromise voting bill that was done on october 20 that was done on wednesday of last week so senate republicans on wednesday of last week again filibustered a voting bill that democrats er, uh, argued was comp- uh, compromising legislation necessary to protect voting rights now folks i got a question to ask you on this too um don lemon the other day, and I, I don't have the—I don't think I have the video up. I would have to look for it. But Don Lemon, well, and also the audio—I forget. You know, I got my—I got my video cameras and everything ready to go, and I forget that I'm, there's some people that just listen to audio, and I apologize. But uh, Don Lemon went ahead and hit his fist on his desk and saying, "Y'all Democrats, get your butts in line! Y'all got a winning message. Let's save this country." I uh, mean, ruin it, Don Lemon. And like I said, I, I can't believe me and him from the same state. All right, so I want to go ahead and talk about the the election that is going on in Virginia. Virginia for a while now has been a Democrat state, folks. And and don't you remember, uh, I don't know if everybody remembers this, but about a year after Donald Trump was elected, um, the mainstream media was talking about, I think it was Ralph Northam at the time that was running. And they were using Virginia as, the, they globalized this election, they, they nationalized this election by saying, see, whatever happens in Virginia, because Virginia's a swing state, that's how the country's going to go. I believe Ralph Northam got his, I think, I believe it was Ralph Northam. I can, let me go check on that. So I got multiple screens now. Yay, I'm moving up there in the podcast world. But anyway... But Virginia's, uh, but anyway, whoever it was, the Democrat, won that election. And it was, a, it was a big showing. Oh, yes, that means that Trump is going to lose his election. Which really didn't have, you know, and who you talk to. You get what I'm saying? But this time around, they have a former, uh, the former governor, McAfee, 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 Decide to run again. He wanted to be governor again for the state. But uh, Yunkin, Yunkin is Republican candidate. The Republican candidate is uh, is tied. So I want to ask a question, everyone out there. Does this prove that the Republican Party is going to win in twenty twenty four? I'm, you know, I'm going by the, I'm going by the left standards. That, that's really what I'm doing. I'm going by the left standards. If the Virginia race, the Republican candidate and the Democrat candidate are tied, and that the and I heard some polls that he is winning, the Republican candidate is winning. Does that mean that the nation is going to go back red? Does that mean that Kamala Harris and Joe Biden is going to 
be voted out of office in 2024 if Joe Biden makes it to 2024? What about the midterm elections? Because you remember that was the whole issue when back in 2017 when this election last happened. That if the Democrat uh, if the Dem- if the Democrat won in Virginia, that means that the House and the Senate was going to go blue. So going by that standard of the Democrat Party and the left, does that mean that that the Republicans going to win, and that means that the 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 House is going to go red? Remember, folks, I think we only lacking like five seats in the House. See, when you start talking like that, and if you start using the left's agenda, that, that's how it's going to work. You can't go ahead and say that about a Republican, though. See, it's too close to call. It's too close. It can go either way. It can go Democrat or it can go Republican. Now, I would hope a Republican would win in the state of Virginia because Virginia is so close to Washington, D.C. And it. to be honest with you, I never, all, I never thought about one state determining the whole outcome of a na- of the country, and folks, look, Ralph Northam, uh, not Ralph Northam, uh, Gavin Newsom did this to try to win his reelection in California, the recall election. He brought in heavy guns. I believe Pete Buttigieg and Kamala Harris. I don't, I didn't hear nothing about Biden yet, but the election from this point of recording is only two weeks away. So we're going to go ahead and continue watching this story. But like I said, is this hope for the Republican Party? I'm not trying to put false hope in your guys. Because I already know because of the election process of what is going on that I honestly believe that this was an election that was stolen. I believe the election was not fair. It wasn't done right. But you, you get what I'm saying, though, folks. If you go according to the narrative of... The Democrats. It, it it goes to it goes to this point that hey, we're gonna probably be seeing a red wave pretty soon. So, uh, I want to go ahead and talk a little bit about. I, I got a lot of news stories that I want to try to cover, or things I heard, and I, I I'm trying to squeeze them into this last. Like I said, folks, I had a lot of opinions for this week. I want to talk about the police departments around this nation and first responders. This is home. This this does hit home for me pretty close. The reason I'm saying it is my my younger sister is a first. She was a first responder, and my little sister told me some stories that you know of things that she encountered that just you you can't you can't imagine any human being doing that, but. She did. I have friends that are that were first responders. I have um, my niece's husband is a first responder. Also, I had my, my family goes through a long line of law enforcement officers. I have a friend that came on this podcast that's a law enforcement officer. So to hear things like law enforcement officers in the cities of New York, Chicago, and San Francisco losing their jobs because of vaccine mandates. That's right, folks. It is. Re- it has been reported that they have that New York is letting officers go. 
There's also reports that in um, Chicago, there's they're they're letting people go. You have all these you have all these stories coming about of how first responders and state workers are losing their jobs. We had a NF we had a, a college football coach and four of his assistants waiting on a religion a religion exemption from the vaccination and they still got fired. This is to show me folks that something's going on with this vaccination. Now but police officers are losing their jobs. Police officers are are, 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 are being released after 20-some years of service. Graham Allen's Facebook page has a video, a viral video out, that said, and the caption reads this, Veteran cop fired by vaccine mandate. He went ahead and he had an emotional send-off. Folks, these officers put their lives on the line. But because they decided not to take a vaccine mandate or take a vaccination that they believe is wrong. It, it, it's wrong in general. It just is. It's, it's bad folks. But look, just think this is the administration that said they're going to fix everything. This is the administration that was going to put the pandemic in the back. And we would never see this pandemic again, but forcing people and, and look, Public servants. Now, I hope these individuals get jobs. All these police officers that, that have lost their jobs due to this stupid vaccine mandate. And folks, it's just not hitting, like I said, police officers. And that's, that's the big story this week. Police officers, uh, first responders, firefighters, and all that. But it is, it is reaching... It is even reaching the conservative community now. Earlier this week, I believe it was last Monday. Well, early last, uh, last Monday, yeah. When this show, when the last episode aired, there was reports that Dan Bongino told the people that host his radio show and his podcast that if they would not step back from the vaccine mandate, he was going to leave. Because he heard of people that are standing up like myself saying, I'm not going to go ahead and take the vaccination. Dan Bongino went ahead and said, listen, if y'all don't step back from this, I'm pulling my TV show. I'm put, well, I'm a, it's not his TV show, it's with Fox. But his, his radio show and his podcast from their platforms. Now, Dan Bongino got some money. I'm not, I'm not denying that. But folks, if we have to lose a a, a a great conservative commentator like this due to a vaccine mandate. This is my, this is probably what they want. Look, I have a theory and I've been hearing this from a lot of people. It's kind of funny. They couldn't defund the police last year and take off police force because of crime and everything. But all of a sudden these vaccine mandates, they're stopping cops from doing their jobs. It even come to a point that even the new reform bills that happened in Seattle, I believe they had a riot. This is from the EPEC Times. They had some something going on in Seattle. The cops stayed in their car. When they said, cops, what are you doing? New law says we can't do nothing. So it's an attack on our first, for our first responders and our law enforcement officers. Now, there is states that have not 
went ahead and oppose a vaccine mandate. Thank goodness. But folks, this is this is this. I I just don't know what America we live in no more. I'm being honest. Forcing law enforcement officers to protect and serve. And people, what's going to happen when you're going to hear people start saying, well, crime is up. Why? Well, we had to let the cops go because of a vaccine mandate. People are dying in their homes. Why? Because we don't have no first responders to take care of them. I know what the left's going to say, folks. That is fear-mongering. Isaac, you're putting fear in the American people. Well... I'm just stating facts. It's already happening, folks. All the cops that are not employed right now are struggling to keep their city safe. And mayors and, like, Lightfoot wondering why. No, no, I forgot. I forgot, folks. She said police officers that are not obeying the vaccine mandate is causing an insurrection. I... Folks, it's we live in a messed up world. We live in a messed up nation. But that's why I don't put my faith in nothing but the blood of Jesus Christ. Because one day he's coming back and he's coming back soon and I'm going to meet him. If you want to go meet him too, just give me a ring or go ahead and email me at thecajunconservative5 at gmail.com and I'll tell you how to find him. Thanks again for listening to the Cajun Conservative this week. Until next week, be blessed, be encouraged. Do not lose heart for Jesus is still king. And everything's going to be all right. So until next week, bye-bye.